Welcome to episode one of the Teacher Innovator Podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Hand. And before we dive into this first episode, I just want to make a note here at the beginning that I actually recorded this first episode a few weeks ago before all the school closings. So um, it really is timely, though, how much this episode is even more important because not only are we changing the face of education right now, you as an educator, you are a teacher innovator. We are on the fly making things up as we go so that we can continue to give our students the best learning experience possible. And that is is what being a teacher innovator is all about. Hi, I'm Jamie Hand, Innovation Learning Coach, and I'm a part of a group of innovative educators who are looking to transform the way our students learn and in the process, rediscover our joy of teaching. This is the start of a new conversation about meaningful innovation that authentically transforms the way we teach. Innovation is not something we do, but rather is a way of being. We are teacher innovators, and there has never been a more exciting time to be an educator. I'm glad you're here. Well, here we are episode one of our Teacher Innovator podcast. Uh, First of all, thank you so much for joining me in this first episode. In this episode, we're going to go over kind of the why I'm starting this podcast, why we think it's important, and why we think you should be a teacher innovator. We really want to celebrate the teacher innovators that are changing the way our students learn. So not only is this podcast going to be about celebrating our teacher innovators, but it also is going to start the conversation of how can we create better learning experiences for our students, for the students that are sitting in our classroom today. Now, our educational system, and when I talk about education system, I am based in the United States. So while I have worked with teachers in other countries, um, my own experience is here in the United States. So I'm going to refer to that um, as we give a little background here. In the United States, our educational system was set up over 100 years ago. And despite our society looking completely different today than it did 100 years ago, Um, The way our schools are set up, our educational system, it really has not changed in the last hundred years. But yet, and I think you'll agree with this, that students today are a lot different than they were 100 years ago. So back 100 years ago, our country was in an industrial age. This was where we had factories and factory owners. They wanted workers that could read and compute basic math, but they didn't necessarily want creative, out-of-the-box thinkers. They wanted people that could follow directions. So compliance over creativity. And this was the basis of how our schools were formed. But 
we don't live in an industrial age anymore. Yes, we still may have factories and we still need workers, but to drive the economy in our country, we need creative, out-of-the-box thinkers. We need innovative and new ideas that are going to progress our society forward. So we are no longer in an industrial age. We are in a innovative age. Let's take another look at an example um, to help clarify this. But a hundred years ago, the Model T car was one of the most popular cars. And I will put a picture in the show notes just to refresh anyone's memory of what the Model T car looked like. And so if we take a look at that Model T car and compare it to some of the innovative cars that we have today, and I'm just going to use the example of a Tesla car. And once again, if you go to the show notes, I'll post a couple side-by-side pictures. And I'm a visual learner, so (laughs) it may help all you visual people out there. But if you're driving or on a walk or listening to this, just... um, Think of a Tesla car, and I'll be honest, I don't know much about the Tesla cars. However, my sister does have a Tesla car, and I have seen that it has a self-driving mode. So she can be in one spot and have her car come and pick her up. Now, once again, I'll be perfectly honest, I'm not really a car person. I don't know all the factors of how far she can be away or anything like that. But if we compare that self-driving car capability to the Model T car, we can see the innovation and the progression of the automobile inside that industry. Now, if we compare a side-by-side photo of schools, a school from 100 years ago, to a picture of a school today, And once again, I'll post a couple pictures in the show notes, but you can visually see not much has changed. Sure, we may have different tools. We may have more electronics. We may have an interactive whiteboard instead of a chalkboard. But has that really innovated the experience of learning for our students? If we go back to the car example, Getting in a Model T car, the experience of riding in that car is a lot different than the experience of a Tesla car. Yes, it has four wheels and yes, it moves forward, but the whole experience of the way it feels and um, how, like if you picture a Model T car going over a bumpy brick road, it's going to be quite bumpy versus the smooth ride of the Tesla on today's highways. But if we think of that experience for our students, they come in, they go into the classroom, and in the pictures that uh, we've posted or shared, you can even see like the way the bulletin boards are hanging up pictures are the same. Uh, The way students are sitting at their desks are the same, all the way down to the papers sitting on the student's desk. The learning experience really has not changed all that much in the last hundred years. So this podcast, we want to 
begin the conversation of making these changes. How can we progress the learning experience to truly benefit the students that are sitting in our classrooms today and create better learning experiences? Now, I believe that in order to make this change, that it starts with you. This is why I say we're teaching from the inside out. You as the educator or teacher, it starts with you and then ripples out. We don't have to wait for educational policies to change to make these innovative changes in learning. You have the power to change learning inside your classroom. You have the power to decide what is in the best interest of your students. Now, yes, we may have some mandates and you may have things you have to do. I'm not trying to take away with that. I'm very aware you have standards you have to reach and testing you have to give. But that is the outcome of it. How, what does the experience of being inside your classroom, what does that look like? Now, I'm not trying to add more to do to your already teacher uh, to-do list or add to your teacher planner because I get it. I have been where you are that you may feel stressed, overwhelmed. You may feel like you're barely surviving the school year. And I totally get it. You're teacher tired. You're tired of the hamster wheel of lesson planning about being stressed about the upcoming standardized testing or your observation and evaluations that may be coming up. And on top of all of that, you still have to take care of your own family. So balance not only serving what's best for your students, but then being able to come home and serve what's best for your family. You may lie awake at night concerned about certain students Or maybe even wondering, should you cancel that gym membership because you haven't even been there in the last month? As I said, I get it. I've been in your shoes. I've been teacher tired. And there's nothing like being teacher tired. But in my experience, both inside my own classroom experience, as well as consulting with other teachers, I've learned it does not have to be this way. As an educational coach and consultant, I have helped hundreds of educators step up and be a teacher innovator. And the most amazing thing happened is that when I helped teachers realize that they had this power to create better learning experiences within their own classroom, they rediscovered their joy in teaching. Imagine being joyful every single day where you look forward to going into your classroom, not just every once in a while, but every day where you're excited, your students are excited, and both you and your students are passionate about learning. Now, when I was teaching inside the classroom, I noticed that my students could follow directions, but they really struggled to think creatively and critically. In fact, on my very first day of teaching, I had prepared a lesson 
But I was completely shocked to find my students didn't know what to do because they had never experienced an open-ended project. And that completely blew my mind. And that's when I knew I had to throw everything out that I had planned. And that is why I am so passionate today about changing our approach to education on all levels. Because it is so important to teach our students of any age that they can think critically and find their own voice. We want them to begin to discover their own unique gifts and talents so they can be the change makers our world needs to be a better global society. Okay, and since I am a teacher, (laughs) I have, of course, a three-part framework on how to be a teacher innovator. So I know we've really talked big concept here. We've talked, you know, Um, at the higher level. But throughout this podcast, I am going to break it down into step-by-step ways that you can start to become a teacher innovator. And this will be the foundation of our podcast. Now, in our next episode, I'm going to break down each of the parts. There's only three of them um, of the framework. So that is what's coming up in our next episode. But before we wrap up this episode one, I um, would like to end each episode here with a tip takeaway. And tip, by the way, because we're in education and we love acronyms, stands for the Teacher Innovator Podcast. (laughs) So our tip takeaway, and this is a reflection question because you'll see as we move through uh, the different episodes, our own self-reflection is a big part of being a teacher innovator. So our tip takeaway today is what does being a teacher innovator mean to you? Now you can just think to yourself, reflect on this for just a minute after this episode is done playing. I would love if you want to share, if you're um, an educator that loves to share, then go ahead, find us on Instagram at Jamie Hand Innovator, and you can uh, share with me there. But what does being a teacher innovator mean to you? If you are ready to be a teacher innovator, then click subscribe and I invite you to follow along on our journey. Also, if you found this episode helpful, please leave a positive review as that helps us reach more other teacher innovators. All right, this is the end for episode one. Thank you so much for listening and following along. Don't forget to click subscribe and happy innovating.